With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Bonus episode of Mackie and Judd. Mackie and Judd are letting me drive the car again. They said, Declan, this sounds like a you thing. They're going to let me drive the car for a special interview with Sean Aronson of the St. Paul Saints. Uh, Sean, this is kind of fun. This is student becoming the master right here. Uh, this really is. But if you're driving the car, it's going to crash and burn, and yeah. I'm a little bit afraid right now. You know, I I, uh, I have experience uh, driving the cars from Midway Stadium all the way to uh, Stillwater, Minnesota, for for keys from other producers and um, for a little little backstory for those who don't know. Sean was uh, the first man to actually hire me. I know uh, before before Hubbard Broadcasting when I was still at St. Cloud State. Sean Aronson took a chance on a on a 19 year old. Bushy-eyed kid who uh, he had to pull and push along here and there. There's a lot of patience that uh, Sean had to deal with with the 19-year-old broadcaster. Who I think only I think I only had one game of softball under my belt. Yeah. Before uh, it's, it's before true. I got to you in 2012. So this is kind of freaky that it's coming full circle here. Now I here I am eight years later interviewing you. It's it's amazing. I'm wondering if the broadcast world is ruining the fact that I gave you the opportunity. Uh, and if, if Mackie and Judd curse themselves every day that you got that opportunity that led to this. I'm more surprised. Like, what is more shocking, the Saints being a AAA affiliation or this interview? Like, I'm, I'm truly trying to figure out what's more, what's more uh, outlandish. I mean, the Vegas odds probably would tip a, a little bit in your favor. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, I think that's probably more surprising. Although it's funny that you say that because, I mean, I've been here now 14 years, and I've been asked this question probably every year. Do you think the Saints and Twins will right. ever uh, meet up? And my this is the God's honest truth. My response was always has always been, I will be long gone by the time a partnership ever happens between the two. And so I don't know if that means I need to quit or someone has to fire me now, but it has actually happened. Uh, And honestly, Declan, we we could not be more excited for this partnership. And and look, I know what a a diehard twins fan you are. and, And I love hearing from everybody out there that is a diehard twins fan on how excited they are for this partnership. Yeah, Sean, I mean, so for those who are, are we were sleeping under a rock for the last 48 <laughs> hours or for like the last two weeks with, uh, the, yeah. with, with the news being out there, uh, it, it's official. The Saints will be the AAA uh, partner with the St. Paul Saints. And, and as you kind of alluded to, Sean, you, people have asked you about this. I've always thought about this even before I met you. Would this ever work? So when did, when did the dialogue really, really start that between the Twins and the Saints that this was an actual possibility? Yeah, I, I would tell you that the, that the dialogue got to the point where it was a serious discussion 
when the Twins had their their satellite, uh, you know, minor league uh, over here at CHS Field. You know, they they had to have a place for the additional players that this past year because of uh, COVID nineteen, and so they needed their uh, their forty man and and their AAA guys have a place to work out. And CHS Field was that, and it gave them the opportunity, gave the Twins the opportunity to really look around, see what the facility had, uh, see how well we treated them, and I think that really that really got the discussion moving in the direction that led us to what happened yesterday. Um, th- there had been some exploratory talks before that, but I-, I don't think it really got serious until that point. So probably over the last what uh, two three months here. Hmm. And and why and why triple A? So like why wouldn't it, was there a possibility it could be double A? Could it have been higher single A? Why why was it that it ended up being triple A? Yeah, I mean, if you want to really get and, and apologize <laughs> the pun, the inside baseball here, right? I mean, minor league baseball as people knew it, uh, for those of you that did, did know it, basically was blown up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as as we're talking today, um, they 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 changed everything. I mean, they they basically cut off forty three teams. There had been one hundred and sixty. Uh, it's down to one hundred and twenty, and people are going to say, uh, "Yeah, math genius." That's only forty teams, but uh, they added three independent teams. Um, so they took off forty three and added three independent teams. Us being one of them, um, and I I think for us it just worked out that the Twins wanted us to be their their AAA affiliate. This was not the Saints saying, "Hey, uh, it's AAA or nothing." This was the Twins deciding, uh, and, and really all of Major League Baseball and, and the parent teams deciding where they wanted their affiliates to be. And so AAA made a lot of sense for reasons that everybody talked about, that if you want to call a guy up to the major leagues, uh, it is 10.6 miles uh, from door to door, CHS field, the target field. So, I mean, as you can imagine, if if the Twins need a guy, uh, and, and this was talked about heavily during the press conference, you don't need to buy that 6 a.m. flight from Rochester anymore uh, for them to fly to, to the Twin Cities. And, and now it's a car ride plus your guys can now live in the Twin Cities right. and not have to worry about renting or whatever. They, they literally can buy and not be afraid um, that they're going to be either you know demoted or called up for, for that matter uh, and have their, their life uh, you know turned upside down. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you, you have all these minor league players who live basically months a month and especially the indie guys too who are, you know, a lot of these guys are working other jobs. I mean, they're yeah. not just baseball players. And now the, you can be rooted here in the Twin Cities um, I'm sure that is a big plus for a bunch of young 22, 24, 25 year olds who uh, had that opportunity. Uh, Sean, w- what excites you the most about this partnership with the Twins? Uh, well, I'll answer that twofold. Uh, personally, I'm a AAA broadcaster now, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I knew the answer. <laughs> I, knew, right? I, knew, I knew what it was. <laughs> uh, on a personal level, uh, you know, you're, you're a AAA broadcaster and, and potentially, uh, although it doesn't work this way necessarily, but you're a step away from the major leagues. But but overall, look, before I came here to St. Paul, and, and I mean, you and I can see this, but but over my shoulder here, uh, there is a, a party central uh, Star Tribune uh, article from when I was in Fort Myers. Uh, I don't know if that was, I think it was 2003, 2004, when they won the division way back when. I, I've been a part of the Twins uh, organization before. I mean, I was there 03 to 06. Uh, and so it's great for, you know, to be back and a part of that. And especially if you're a fan, you've got an opportunity to watch a guy play for the Saints one day and the very next day 
turn on FSN and watch them, um, you know, with the twins. Like it, that is not out of the realm of possibility, and it's going to happen more times than people think. I think this just increases the baseball footprint in the state of Minnesota, unlike anywhere else around the country. And Sean, I, as someone who worked with the Saints, and you know this motto well, the fun is mm-hmm. good motto. Um, obviously, now that you're not independent anymore, you're now with the Twins. Th- does that change at all? I, I know your promotions team does an awesome job every single season. Does does that does the promotions and and, and the wacky stuff you do does that change at all? With now that you're a AAA team with uh, with Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'm actually very happy to ask this because it is the biggest question we're getting right now. Are you guys going to change? The short answer is no. The longer answer is when I worked in Fort Myers, uh, the year that Sammy Sosa had a corked bat. I don't know if everybody remembers that. I know you're a little bit uh, young, so we're we're going back that we did a promotion in Fort Myers again as the Twins high affiliate at the time. Uh, we did a Sammy Sosa cork bat night where the first 505 people, because at the time that's how many home runs he he had, received a uh, corked mini bat. So we put uh, like wine corks on the top of mini bats and handed them out. Um, in Charleston, again, Charleston is is a sister team of, of the Saints owned by the same ownership group. Uh, they did a nobody night where they didn't allow any fans into the ballpark to have the lowest attendance ever. My point in saying that is there are minor league baseball teams affiliated with major league baseball across the country that are doing promotions that we've been doing for 28 years. So if you think we're going to change, uh, you're wrong. We would have never, never entered into this agreement. And the twins said it yesterday best. They said that they will probably learn more from the saints than the saints will learn from the twins. And I love to hear that. I think it was Dave St. Peter that, that may have said that, um, and I appreciate the fact that he said that. And I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting down and talking to Dave St. Peter on on Friday at, at one o'clock on a Facebook Live that we're doing um, and getting from his perspective uh, exactly why they wanted to do this and and talk to him about about this. And basically, and ask him, are, are you guys crazy? Do you understand what you're getting yourself in, into? Um, but I think they do. And they've watched from afar for a number of years and, and they appreciate what we've done. And Sean, I think people tend to sleep on the talent that has come through the independent ranks forever, mm-hmm. right? I mean, everyone just kind of looks at them as the has-beens and they're the throwaway guys from the minor leagues. You got these old players who were cut away from AAA and then maybe a small collection of guys who were young who couldn't rise up past high A. Um, I know you've seen a lot of good players that have come through the independent ranks too, so you can speak on that. But how different is it going to see now to see some of the best minor league baseball prospects basically every day? Yeah, it, it's it's going to be unlike anything I've ever seen. Again, I mean high a ball in in fort myers and i'd probably tell you it depended on the day in in the american association some days games were double a type games uh some of them they they felt like low a type of games it all depended on starting pitchers and uh you know just what was going on that day but uh, i'll have never called anything where the talent on the field is going to be as high as it will be uh and you know there's this big misconception and i hate hearing this from people because I've, I've i've read all the comments right you read everything out there and and the biggest misconception is, and the worst comment is, well, now we're going to watch guys that don't care about winning and losing. That couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, there are going to be some things that will come down from the twins and, you know, uh, pitcher X has to throw 10 or 12 changeups or, uh, you know, prospect Y needs to get his five at bats today and has to be in the lineup even though he's struggling. Yeah, that stuff's going to happen. 
But when the umpire yells play ball, if you're sitting there telling me that players don't care whether they win or lose, you're out of your mind. These guys care, right? Their goal is to get back to the major leagues. You think they're going through the motions? No way. Not a chance. Uh, now, look, there's going to be times where guys will be, you know, here on a rehab assignment and they they will. They'll, they'll go through the motions because they don't want to get hurt. And I totally understand that. But you've got, and, and again, the roster rules have not been set yet, but you're going to have 25, 28, whatever it is, guys that are fighting to get back to the major leagues. You, you don't think there's going to be a fire there for them to show and prove to everybody what they can do? So uh, I just think it's not as black and white as everybody's putting it out there. And Sean, I, I know that... Uh... George, this with with this new partnership, the end of this basically marks the end of George Samus's tenure with the Saints. I, I know you had a great relationship with George throughout the years. As a nineteen and twenty year old, he scared the living crap out of me. Uh, looking back on it now, I feel like I could be I could be comfortable enough to have a conversation with him. But I know you yeah. had a really good relationship with him. So I, can you just I want you to just kind of touch on what George meant to the Saints organization? Yeah, there. As we said, uh, you know, at the press conference, and, and Derek Chair, our executive vice president and general manager, put so well. Uh, if there were a hundred things that were a part of this deal, there were 99 positives and there was one negative. And the one negative was the human element in this. And the fact that the, the one thing the twins will control will be the coaching staff and the players. We, we don't control that anymore, which means that George Samus will not be back as our manager. Our coaching staff will not be there. I've been here 14 years. George has been the manager here every single year. Uh, overall, he's been here 18 years. Uh, he is the kindest uh, most gentle man that you will ever run into, but a guy that cared so much about winning so much. I'll never forget it. It was my first year as a broadcaster. We were on the road. It was like the first week of the season. And I got on the bus after the game and he asked me uh, if one of the teams in our division had won or lost. And we're like five games into the season. And I'm like, he's asking if a team won or lost five games into the year. What, what's going on right now? But he cared that much. Um, and, and look, when you work in this business, as especially as a broadcaster, you're spending, you know, eight, 10, 12 hour bus rides with these guys. Uh, you're having lunch with them. Uh, George, let me manage an exhibition game. Uh, he, he would ask me about uh, lineup, uh, you know, changes. He'd ask me about, hey, what do you think about signing this guy? Um, whether he took my advice or not, which I don't think he ever did. Uh, he had the common respect, I guess, uh, of, of me and how long I'd been around to at least seek my opinion. Um, again, we haven't officially been told who our manager is here, um, you know, for, for the Saints for AAA, but it, I mean, it would have been Toby Gardenhire in Rochester last year, but they're not going to be doing that right now, right? Like if, right. if it is Toby, Toby's not asking me about lineup moves and stuff like that. So, so those sort of things are going to go away. And, and a 14-year bond that you built with him, along with the coaching staff of Ole Sheldon and Kerry Leitenberg, Jason Ellenbecker, our athletic trainer, who was my road roommate for the last seven years, you, you lose that on a day-to-day basis. Now, I'll still keep in touch with all these guys, but it, it's just not the same as going to battle day in and day out. And one last thing I'll tell you, I always said I'd rather lose with those guys than win with someone that I didn't like, mm-hmm. but I'm sure glad I won with them in 2019 and won a championship. Yeah, I mean, you, you won in Fort Myers, and then I obviously – with the new ballpark, you came close. I mean, my gosh, you came close two or three times there, and you finally get it. I got to imagine that finally felt good for the first time in what? That was 16, 15, 16 years since your Fort Myers championship, right? Yeah, actually, I never won in Fort Myers, no. Okay. Uh, I, we, we made the playoffs twice in Fort Myers, and, and we got bounced. So I had never won. I never had won a championship 
in my 19 years as a broadcaster. And again, look, I didn't win anything, but, right. um, but I still got a ring. I wear it proudly. Uh, it is one of the fondest memories I'll ever have uh, of that 2019 team. And we will. I know a lot of people have said, hey, you got to do something for George and whatever. We've already talked about it. Uh, there will be a George Samus day out at the ballpark. Uh, whether it's in 2021 or 2022 will will still be determined, but we want a packed ballpark. So obviously if you can't fill the ballpark in 2021, it probably won't happen. We want a packed ballpark to honor George Samus. Um, we may even talk about retiring his number. Um, the guy meant that much to this organization. He is family now. He will always be family. A uh, final question for you, Sean. It- with obviously COVID situations going on, we're still trying to figure out major league baseball schedule, let alone a minor league baseball schedule. I know last year you guys got really unique. You were able to allow some fans uh, into the ballpark. And I got to imagine that's, that's still obviously the objective and the target goal if when a 2021 season does open up. Yeah, 100%. That, that's the goal. And, and now we're dealing with another layer right now. We are part of Major League Baseball. So, you know, Major League Baseball is going to dictate whether they want their minor league players playing in front of uh, fans or not. So we don't have control over that, whereas last year was a different story. And, and the second thing is going to be, uh, you know, state rules. Uh, you know, and obviously, look, our season's not scheduled to start till April. We don't have a schedule right now. Um, so I don't know what 2021 is going to look like. But, uh, We'll follow all guidelines, and and I think everybody out there hopes that sometime in the summer of 2021 you can you know play in front of packed houses. But uh, uh, I would expect it at some point when our season starts, we'll be able to have a, a decent amount of crowd uh, for the year. I know you're not a drinker, Sean, but I seriously I would have paid twenty five to thirty dollars for a beer. I wasn't able to get to the Saints this year, but I would have paid twenty five dollars to have an adult beverage at a ballpark this last 20, year in 2020. I, mm-hmm. I crave it. I miss it so much, man. I miss it a ton. And that's a lot for you, $25. Yeah, I I know. I know times are tough for you. So, yeah, you you used to write my checks. You know how much money I made. And it's, you know what? It's not much more than I was making eight years ago. So, I'll tell you this right now (laughs) on on your show. First Saints game you come to, whenever it is, first beer's on me. You got it. I'll take your word for that. I know how much frugal of a man you are. So, I know how much that means. That is true. That is very true. But first beer is on me for you, Declan. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Sean Aronson, Vice President and Director of Media Relations and Broadcasting for the St. Saint Paul Saints. You can also follow Sean at The Voice BTV. You're still running that Twitter account, right? Here and there. I am still running the Twitter account. And are, are you still working on, uh, still doing your podcast as well? Uh, podcast on hold just because of COVID, because I, I believe that every interview should be face to face. So I, I made that personal decision. So uh, once we can all return to some sort of normalcy, I'll, I'll pick it back up again. There you go. Sean Aronson from the St. Paul Saints. This has been a bonus episode of the Mackie and Judd Show. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.